You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Spotlight on eWomen, the place for everything eWomen Network. Entrepreneur, enterprising, enlightening, and exciting. Please welcome your eWoman host, Phyllis Smith. Hello and welcome to Spotlight on eWomen Network. I'm Phyllis Smith. So my guest today began his business as a doodle that his mom created. And since then, it has transformed into a jewelry business that is both inspirational and interactive. So I'm excited to introduce you to Dane Short. Dane, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me on, Phyllis. It means a lot. Well, you have been a member of eWomen Network for a while, and I know we're going to get into how eWomen Network has helped support you in your business, but you've got quite a story about this doodle that has tra- is beginning to transform and started a, actually a movement. Um, so tell us the inspirational story behind Zimble. Yeah, it was uh, very, very kind of serendipitous how it started. Uh, when I was in college uh, about nine years ago, my lovely mother, Sally Shorts, uh, was randomly doodling one day, and she decided to write down the phrase, love is all you need. But what she had done is she stacked each letter on top of the next and then put a peace sign on top. So she loved the way that her doodle looked. She decided that she was going to send it off to be cast as a pendant for herself, when the pendant came back, she had randomly taken it off at one point, and my sister and I saw it sitting on its side, and we noticed that there was a K popping out of it. And since there's no K in the phrase, love is all you need, it got us curious and motivated us to look for more letters. And as a family, we had sat down and ended up uncovering every letter of the alphabet, as well as every number hidden within her doodle that she had done of writing, love is all you need which was super random, but what we decided to do was develop this line of inspirational jewelry with the concept being when you wear or gift a Zimbal, uh, it can mean or represent any message that you want because it contains every letter of the alphabet. So when I put my Zimbal on every morning, I'll think about what message I want that day, whether that's a positive affirmation or something that I'm grateful for you and everybody else out there that's uh, listening can be wearing the exact same design, but it's going to represent a completely different message to the person that has it on. Well, let me ask you this. Were, were you a, uh, were you an entrepreneurial type or was this just like, what inspired you to take it beyond? Yeah. So I was actually, it was in my senior year, uh, getting my degree in marketing. So I had been um, studying businesses and kind of was in that marketing mindset. And it was actually the Thanksgiving uh, before I was going to graduate that my mom, she had doodled it a couple months before. And I talked to her on the phone every once in a while. And she'd be like, I just made this doodle. It looks so cool. And she kind of throughout the years is a, she's very artsy and creative type. So she's always making things and piecing them together. So both my sister and I had kind of been talking to my mom and we didn't quite know what to expect. And when we got uh, home to visit her and actually saw the piece, it was, it was kind of striking, you know, and then proceeded to find the letters and everything. And it, I think I was just in a mindset that, you know, this, this is a product that, that really could represent something special to, to anybody, whether that's, you know, a a nine-year-old or a 90-year-old. And I think, the, the serendipitous fact that it happened during my senior year, getting my degree in marketing, 
before that, you know, I, I had done a few entrepreneurial things. I had a, uh, a lawn mowing business and in high school and stuff like that. But jewelry was was actually pretty far away uh, from my radar at that at that point in time. And it just kind of ended up being the way things funneled through. Uh, it was kind of funny. My mom was downtown in Durango, Colorado, where we're from. And right after we had left and she had gotten the, the pendant cast and we found the alphabet, she was walking, walking downtown and she saw one of her friends and uh, they were talking and she kind of looked down at her necklace and was like, what is that? That's really a, a beautiful piece. And she was like, oh, so it, it's a doodle that I created to say love is all you need, but my kids were just home. And uh, we ended up uncovering every letter of the alphabet in it. And the lady kind of looked at her perplexed and kind of looked up and she goes, so my grandchildren's name are in that? And my mom kind of stopped for a second and she, she thought, and she's like, yes, your, your grandkids' names are in this. And it, it was kind of an aha moment for her. So as we started discussing that and then I started talking uh, with some of my professors that I had had, uh, it just kind of came to fruition that, you know what, I think I'm going to start a business around this. I think this would be something really special uh, to do. So your your first marketing job out of school was basically your own business generated from your mom. Yeah, and and oddly enough, and you know, this kind of goes into the whole journey of just starting a business. The I found out very soon after launching that there is a huge discrepancy between the classroom and the real world. I had spent the last couple of years uh, selling fake products with fake money on fake business plans and. When I actually went to go launch a product, I couldn't have been in a better spot, right? I'd been studying marketing. Here I go. I got this product in my hand that I, as far as we're concerned, has you know, unlimited potential. And the majority of the business plan that I wrote for that first eight months ended up just falling flat, to be honest with you. In school, it was, let's place an ad in this magazine and statistically this many people will read it and then this many people will buy it. And we had just been hammering that out in these business plans. And when I actually did it in the real world, uh, I had a little bit of a rude awakening there. So it wasn't necessarily the most streamlined process that I was hoping for in the beginning, which I think most people can relate to. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But, but let's talk about that, the process and what didn't work. And then finally, what did work? Yeah, so it, it took a while for us to realize how much of a story-driven product Zimble is. You know, if, if you were to see the design in a, in a store, for example, you may be able to see the marketing materials and see, I, I think the alphabet's in here, but until you hear the story of my mother's doodle and how you can wear it and how you can gift it, um, it it's just hard to get that concept across. So that that was kind of a hard lesson learned. So initially it was let's run some ads in some magazines, let's do banner ads. And you know, we're talking 2010 here. So Google AdWords, banner ads, we were, we were all over that. And it was just not quite enough to connect kind of on that emotional level uh, of what Zimble is. So our next big step was to go after stores, right? Obviously you got a product that you need distribution. Let's go into some gift stores. We had been in a few uh, local kind of mom and pop shops and, and it was actually selling well. So we decided to invest a little bit more in that and go set up at, at places like Dallas Market Center where you got to put quite a bit of money in uh, on the front end there and actually went in, uh, met with some buyers who liked the product, started writing some orders. A couple months into that, the product wasn't selling and we're talking to these buyers and these store owners. And we, we come to figure out that the buyer 
love the story because they heard it from us. The buyer was not the person in the store telling the story. It was an employee who didn't know what the story was. So only in the mom and pop shops where the people knew how to tell the story. And to this day, are, are those the stores that, that it actually sells in? So, you know, it, it really was kind of a crawl, walk, run, sprint scenario. Uh, what I ended up doing was rather than kind of try to figure out some genius marketing plan, it was more of a, what can I do to make the cash register ring today? And what that is, is arts and craft shows, expos, face-to-face, go set up a booth, sell to people. I I remember the first show we did uh, was, I live in Austin, Texas now, and a little small town about half an hour north of of Austin. It was like a, I think it was $15 to set up there. And uh, I I think we sold one one piece for $25 and I was set up by some high school kids that that had uh, beaded macaroni jewelry and stuff like that. But it, it was kind of my first introduction to being able to sell face-to-face and understanding how to tell our story and, and how to sell the product. And so it's really, it's really been a fun journey. And uh, we're, we're really lucky to be where we are right now and, and kind of ended up getting on some other stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it also, the, your business model, uh, as you can see, it created a challenge for you because you needed to have the story, the, the buyer needed to have the story to understand it. It sounds to me by going to craft fairs and, you know, and that you have to be, in, you're integral to selling it. So at what point can you pull back and allow this to unfold and, and take place? Are you kind of, or is it kind of like you're getting it out, getting it out, so the more people who wear it, those will be the people that tell the story? So, Yeah, so, and, and I, I guess I have a, a few-part answer to that. So at one of the, I think it was maybe the third or fourth show we did, you know, I was still kind of trying to decide, is this a product that, that customers even want. Um, I was getting my booth set up and this couple came by from Australia and I still didn't quite have my table set up, but they had seen our banner and were kind of like, Hey, will you tell us about that design? So I uh, proceeded to tell them the story and the lady uh, started crying as I was telling the story. And she was just so touched by the concept of my mom doing this doodle and the meaning behind it and her being able to kind of set her daily inspiration they ended up buying some bracelets and then came back like a minute later and said, would, would you and your family mind if, if we tattooed this design? And I, I of course was like, Oh, absolutely. You know, they kind of threw me off a little bit there. I just said, if you, if you all ever do it, please send us a picture. So I gave them my email and uh, half an hour later they came back and the lady had tattooed it on the back of her neck and the guy had tattooed it on his arm. Um, what? they were just that struck by the story and the concept that people tattoo, you know, people's names or an inspirational word all the time. Zimbal, the meaning can change and evolve with them. So it's this tattoo that now they have their personal meaning in it, but it's never going to go out of style. But I, I was so touched by that in the sense that someone would actually decide to get our design tattooed, my mother's doodle. So that's when it kind of gave me the confidence in the, in the sense that this is a product that, that can impact people's lives in a positive way. We uh, ended up posting those pictures. And I think at the time, 10 other people from our Facebook page said, I also have this tattooed. And to date, we have over 70 people that have, have tattooed the design, 
which yeah. is absolutely crazy. Um, looping back around on your, on your answer, the, uh, the whole thing that, that we decided once the stores weren't working and the shows were working well because we're saying we're telling it face to face was how can we tell this story to the most people at the same time? And the obvious answer to us was QVC. So we had set our sights uh, getting on QVC, I think around 2013. Um, we had actually met somebody, uh, she was a host for Home Shopping Network. She loved the product and was like, well, hey, I'm gonna take this to HSN and present it. And so we were over the moon about it. And what ended up happening is she presented it. She didn't quite know the story. So the buyers at HSN didn't quite get it and ended up shooting us down. She luckily knew someone over at QVC. So when we went to uh, do the presentation at QVC, I told them, yes, we can do this presentation, but I need to be the one that goes there so I can, I can do it myself. And fortunately met with the buyers out there and they, uh, they ended up accepting us. And uh, over the last couple of years have had 13 appearances and we, we've been a bestseller for the last couple of years. And it's, it's really been a great platform because I'm able to interact with a host there, tell the story live, demonstrate how it works. And really, you know, that's the evolution from kind of the doodle to the small arts and craft show to failing in stores to eventually getting it on QVC, which has been a really big win for my family and I. What I, I love about your story, you know, one door closes, another one open, you know, opens, you know, you didn't stop at HSN, you went to QVC. When they weren't selling in stores, you didn't go throw up your hands and say, this ain't working, I'm done. Uh, I, there's something to say about, and, and that is the entrepreneurial spirit, is, is that there are going to be challenges and you need to know that and know, you know, people are going to say no. And you have a product that's very sentimental. And, and it seems to me and, and to other people out there are, you know, we're in a business that business is our personal, it's our, it's personal, it's our baby. So how do you separate yourself from that personal reaction when you're rejected to move on to the next thing? How do you maintain that sort of unattachment? Yeah, and, and it's it's just so true that it's it is it's a personalized it's a personalized concept and I'm very closely related to it because my my mother's the one that did the doodle and you know it's kind of been our little family project. So at the beginning it's you know rejection is is just a part of life and really that I've always had the mindset that that resistance is kind of something that ends up building strength in the long term. And when we have people that get it tattooed, uh, that that validates us as a family and our mission, which is to to impact people's lives in a positive way. And it's it's you know if everyone's your customer, no one's your customer. And to to get those no's, and when I see other people that I know have run companies and and kind of get rejected on just a few of the projects that they have, it you know it breaks my heart because they're obviously not in the right mindset of, I believe in this, I'm going to take this to the end. We, we made a decision a long time ago that we know what we're, we're doing. We know our mission. We know how, how this product is impacting people. So a no, a no is just a no. You know, I, I think when I saw you just a couple of weeks ago, we saw Sandra speak and uh, it's a two letter word, get over it. Uh, you know, the, you're a no, you're closer to a yes. Um, it's, 
failure is just part of the game as an entrepreneur. And I, I just truly believe that almost 90% of what I've tried has failed, but it's that 10% success rate. That's, that's really been what's taken us to the next level. And it, you know, it's, it's the mindset of what, what is your goal? What is your vision? What do I want to create in my life? I know this is the vehicle that's going to get me there. So the setbacks are just, just part of it. And I, I wake up, I know that, and I'm, I'm willing to take them. Yeah. As Sandra say, NO stands for new opportunity. New opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And she said something, I think the other day she was talking about the Q-tip method about- Quit taking it personally. Exactly. Yeah. It's a great story that she has of uh, when she was starting out, starting eWomen Network and she would put Q-tips around her computer for every phone call she made. And every time uh, someone said no- uh, she would take down the Q-tip because she had 10. She, did, she was determined to make 10 phone calls every day. So she would, she would take off a Q-tip. Every time someone said no, she'd take a Q-tip down and would look at it and say, quit taking it personally, next, moving on. And then Love finally, it. the Q-tip started emerging and stay, not emerging, they would stay on there. Next thing you know, she has nine or 10 up there because she's getting yeses. So it's a great story and it's true. We have to quit taking it personally and a no just means a new opportunity. So yeah. I love your mindset. It's terrific. And uh, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, uh, you're going to talk to us about uh, what every company should implement and why every comp- company should be implement implement giving Uh, in the foundation of their business. So we'll be right back. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back to Spotlight on eWomen. Here's your host, Phyllis Smith. And welcome back to Spotlight on eWomen Network. I'm Phyllis Smith, and I'm speaking with Dane Short. He is a dude and a member of eWomen Network. (laughs) (laughs) There aren't a lot of you, but we welcome you. We love men. And email. And and, yes, and we, and uh, an email, exactly. And uh, we just, uh, especially men like you who are so. Uh, you, you know what I love is you, you have the business mind, you have the creativity, um, you have the drive. Uh, you've been telling us that you know this your business Zim, uh, Zimble began as a doodle from your mom, uh, created from your mom. It ha- it's a Zimble that has every letter of the alphabet, and you use it for yourself to create whatever it means for you for that day. Uh, or uh, and so uh, you so explain that how that works. So people um, might have um, they get a card and they fill they can fill it out. Um, I- explain what you mean by that yeah so with each symbol purchased it comes with this interactive card for those of you that are are actually watching you can see it so there's a place up here where it says to from and then it says trace your inspirational message along the bottom of the card there's our alphabet and then there's two rows of blank symbols above it so using our alphabet what you'll do if you're gifting this is you'll fill out who it's to and from 
and then you will trace a message out. So maybe you have a, a girlfriend that's going through a rough time and you trace out this too shall pass or time heals or you have a, someone graduating, you trace out congratulations or happy birthday or really any, any milestone, anything. So when the person receives their piece of Zimbal jewelry, they know the intended message that you're sending them, but nobody else will because it's hidden within the card. So that's more on the gifting side. Uh, on the other side, for me, I know that every letter of the alphabet's in here. So when I wake up in the morning, I can do like a, I do a gratitude practice. So what am I thankful for today? I will hold my symbol. I'll think about what I'm thankful for today. And then when I put it on, that's my message for the remainder of the day. Some people do a positive affirmation. Well, we have this workbook. Uh, it's kind of like a symbol journal where there's 52 entries. So once a week for a year, it, we have a suggested meaning. This week my symbol represents. This week I'm focused on. It's my heart's desire to do this. It would be fun too. And so people are using this one piece of jewelry, this original doodle, and they're using it as this tool to, to transform their lives in a positive way. And, uh, you know, it's just, and I know we're going to get around to the, the buy plus give program in a second here, but what, what we do with that is every quarter we pick out a children's hospital or organization and we gift uh, every kid in there a Zimbal pendant. And then with the pendant, they get a workbook that's similar to what I was just describing, uh, but it's for kids. So they'll trace out their name on the front. And then in the, in the inside, it's, it would be fun too. My favorite food is, and kind of some other inspirational messages that we have them trace. And in the past, we've had kids write out, never give up, you're a warrior, fight. And so it's these kids that are using Zimbal. It's kind of like a puzzle. It's, it's something for them to do because they're looking for different letters. And then, and then they're actually tracing out these inspirational messages. So whether it, it is that, you know, 10 year old kid at, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, or it's the, the lady that my mom was talking to that we, we discussed at the beginning of this interview who would wear her symbol with her grandkids' names on it. You know, it's, it's really, it could be an athlete using it as a motivational tool. Uh, a member of the military will have a lot of uh, people use that as a way to stay connected. So one, one member of the family might be overseas. Everyone back over here, when they talk on the phone every week, they'll say, hey, this week, let's have our symbol represent this message so they're staying connected through it. Uh, or, you know, a breast cancer survivor wearing it as a symbol of hope. So it really kind of describes the versatility there. So this buy plus uh, give program uh, is what you just described, correct? Yeah. So every quarter we gift to a children's hospital or, or organization. We do, uh, there's an Austin Angels program here uh, where they work with foster kids or um, some, some people that work with uh, autistic kids. So it's kind of any organization that's reached out to us who we feel they're having a positive impact on kids. We'll find out how many they have in their organization. And then we provide free pendants and uh, booklets for them. You know, it's, it seems from the very beginning, this has been about giving. And it's also been about inspiration and sentimentality. I mean, we have gifts in our lives uh, that we have. Like I look in my house and I have jewelry from my mother and, uh, and furniture inherit, I inherited from my grandmother after 
question. That was a very sentimental. And I think from the very, the get-go, from the fact that your mother created it and then you've transformed it into this business, um, it's sentimental to you. And then that sentimentality, you're, is, you're passing it on to, it's, it's really the essence of, of your business. It is. Yeah. It's, you know, it's our intentions to spread love and empowerment and to impact people's lives in a positive way through Zimble. And whether that's the 10 year old kid, the 90 year old grandma, it's, if, if someone has a Zimble and it's having some type of positive impact, and I know I've described all the, all the ways that could be from the positive affirmations to the, you know, and speaking of that, there, there is this one story that, that I always like to tell this, this lady had called us a, a couple years ago, actually. And she, uh, she called our 800 number and I could tell she was, she was crying and she just wanted to talk to someone and, and kind of thank, thank them for the design. And I told her, you know, that was my mom who did the doodle. And she proceeded to tell me that she had received a Zimble as a gift from her friend when she was going through a really rough time in her life. And uh, she would wake up every morning and hold it. And I think the message that she had traced was this too shall pass. So she was just holding her Zimble every morning and saying, this too shall pass, this too shall pass. And, she ended up getting through whatever it was she was going through. And for the last couple of months, she had been using Zimble as this intention piece and setting goals for the future. And she was just overwhelmed with emotion in saying that she's never had one piece of jewelry actually change and evolve with her life like, like Zimble had. And I, I think that describes kind of our overall goal as a family and a company of what we're trying to accomplish. And what I, I just truly love about this, and, and I'm, I'm not saying this, this is not a commercial for you. I mean, it's, <laughs> but obviously it could be because <laughs> I love the idea that we're all individuals and every day is different. Yes. Uh, we wake up and we feel differently. We, we have different motivations for that day or different concerns or a, a need for, for faith and in, in, in whatever it is we're doing. And whether you, in your case, it's a gratitude, but in another case, it might be, I've got to, you know, I really got to get this presentation done the right way. Or, totally. And I love that it can change. It's not one thing that with one word that says one thing and that'll always be the same. And I just love because that's human is what makes this Zimbal so effective is that it's so human. Exactly. And that's that, you know, that's the concept of the, the 70 people that have tattooed it and, and hoping that the message is never going to go. It's just going to always be able to change with them. And we like to say that, you know, everyone on the earth is united and unique. And with Zimbal, people can all be united because all different ages and all walks of life can be united through wearing the exact same design, but everybody who's wearing is going to have their own unique message hidden within it. And it, it's kind of this, you know, we talk sometimes about symbols throughout history. If you think about them from a peace sign to a yin yang to a Celtic cross, the intention of a symbol is usually to, it tells you what it represents. So you see it, even a stop sign, you see it, it means stop. Zimbal is completely open to interpretation. You know, it's one of the, as far as we know, the only symbol where you tell it what it means. Yes, yes. And, it, you know, the flag. Yeah. You know, if you look at the uh, American flag, it will mean something different to different people. But at its core, it's uniting one nation. 
right? And Very so good. your sim, yeah. your zimbal unites people. There'll be people who are wearing it. There'll be many people wearing the same zimbal, but it means something different. And I, that is just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Now you have something called people could become a zimbologist. Tell us about that. Yeah. So kind of within the whole journey of where, where we've all been here on the, the arts and craft shows to eventually QVC, which was always a Super Bowl for us. We, uh, we just decided actually about two months ago, we launched. Um, we feel as though people are our, our best customers. They, they are our, our foot soldiers and word of mouth is kind of the way that, that we're going to be able to spread, spread our positive message. So we, did, we ended up setting up a program where uh, people can sign up as a Zimbologist and then as a Zimbologist, they have the ability to then start their own Zimbal business. And, you know, the story of the product is always going to be the story of the product rather than me saying, my mother, it. my mother doodled the phrase, love is all you need. It's Sally Short doodled the phrase, love is all you need. But now that we've started enrolling kind of our founding members as Zimbologists, they're out there uh, doing show and tells, which is what we call our home parties and talking about, this is why I was attracted to Zimbal. This is why I use Zimbal. And then they're getting, getting their friends around and having them all kind of trace different inspirational messages out. And we just feel from, from a marketing standpoint, it's the next step for us. Uh, we've had people for years ask us, you know, how can I be a sales rep for you guys? How can I be an independent distributor? And since we've been so focused on QVC, um, we've just been kind of one, one track mind on that and spent the last year building it and then launched in, uh, in February. So it's, it's really, it's really cool. We, we, we call it our social selling program. And uh, we really think that's the next horizon because whether that's, we just had a, uh, an 18 year old girl uh, sign up and she goes to a, a Christian high school and she's the head of the cheerleader team and she can sell to her, uh, all her uh, cheerleader friends. And she came to me and said, well, Dane, since every letter of the alphabet's in here, that means the entire Bible's in here and all my favorite Bible verses. And it's like, that's right. It is, you know, and, and that's how they'll want to wear it. And then, you know, we have some athletes uh, that are using it and selling it to all their teammates and using it like, Hey, we just uh, had this Florida baseball team all buy it. And they got the card that I just showed you guys. They each traced out their message for the season and then taped it on the front of their locker. So oh. every time they get to their locker and they're all wearing it, they have their inspirational message. So, you know, how else are we going to, to spread that out to all these people in our minds, it's this social selling program as a Zimbologist. So that's, that's kind of our new horizon. And we're, we're definitely looking, uh, looking forward to attracting uh, like-minded entrepreneurs to join us. I, it's, Brilliant. And uh, I mean, I was thinking to myself, as I mentioned earlier, that with I did, I had a concern that it's just you like, <laughs> you know, it, that's you, you have and how do you grow and how do you expand? Yeah. And, uh, and what you're talking about is how you do that. And, um, you know, there are those kinds of show and tell businesses around there, but I, I'm particularly moved by this and I want to do one. I want to be a zoologist. Yes. I love so it. We'll talk about that after we, uh, after our interview. Um, but, uh, one we have, we're, we're about to run out of time. You say that eWomen Network has been instrumental in help in your success. How, how so? Um, you know, it's, it's one of those deals. When I moved to Austin in 2009, 2010, um, I had a jewelry company, you know, and it's, it's, you kind of go to some of these networking events and everyone 
seem to be kind of in it for themselves. And someone had recommended eWomen to me. And obviously the fact that I'm a guy, uh, the first time I heard it, it was like, well, I, I can't go to that. You know, I'm, I'm a guy. And uh, fortunately my mom was in town visiting from Colorado. <clears throat> so we went to the first one here in Austin and just found it to be so warm and welcoming. And I had never uh, been to a, an event where people weren't so selfish and were giving and, I, I got over my fear of being only one of the only guys in the program because I, you know, I run the company with my mom and uh, I, I, you know, I, someone I met at an e-women event ended up referring me to another event where I met the person that eventually got us on QVC. So it's kind of that six degrees of separation concept and the, the giving first mentality. Uh, and, you know, even if it's not directly that I went to an e-women event and met someone that got me on QVC, it wasn't that, but it was, I met someone who was willing to share this with me that then led to this. And it's just happened so much. And there's some ladies around here in Austin that have been wearing Zimbal since 2009 when I would set up my table. And, you know, I visit the Houston and the Austin chapters and have set up at the national conference a bunch. And it's just, it's really just been instrumental. I mean, the, that, that market is, is, entrepreneurial women into empowerment, self-motivated that that is, those are, those are my peeps, even though I know I'm one of the only emails, but it's, it's great. Well, we love having you. You are an evolved uh, male for sure. Uh, E stands for evolved. (laughs) And uh, we are just so thrilled to have you as a member, but I just, I love your, I love your business. I love your, your mindset. I love your attitude. I love everything about you and, uh, and this, uh, your company. And thank you so much for sharing. And thank you for, for, you know, you're really, paving this way it's like i said earlier uh, that you have a dog (laughs) sorry about that uh that is one of the things when you work from home you have a dog barking (laughs) that's okay but you and bottom line is 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 the movement and let's hope that more and more people um you know they become symbologists and spread this beautiful message of whatever that message is for that person and i i just love that concept so thank you so much for joining us today and if people want to purchase or become a a symbol or or become a symbologist uh how do they do that so zimbal z-y-m-b-o-l dot net um all the whole product lines on there. There's a link on top that says join. Uh, anybody can reach out to me at any time. My first name's Dane, D-A-N-E, at Meridane, M-E-R-I-D-A-N-E.com. Quick little funny story about that. Uh, my sister's name is Merida and my name's Dane. So when my mom created Zimble by stacking the letters, when she wanted to name the company, she got my sister's first name and my first name, pushed them together to make Meridane um, cause she likes to stack things and push them together. So all our jewelry is actually stamped with that M too, which is kind of a good way to tie it in for the family. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for spreading the word, right? Hey. This is about words and hey. words are how we express ourselves. And, and that's what this, uh, this symbol is all about. So thank you so much again. Um, Dane, uh, Dane short. Thank you so much. Thanks for your kind comments and having me on. I really, really appreciate it.
Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's virtual office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's virtual office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network.